coming up in this episode. Makes decisions when needed, reviews and changes them if required. A problem-solving and decision-making behaviour. Hello again, welcome back and thank you for downloading this edition of High Performance Pilot, the show dedicated to improving our performance as aviation professionals. To do that, I embrace the core competency matrix and the behaviours contained within it. The knowledge, the skills and the attitudes, giving you the best chance of maximising your performance. Problem solving and decision making is the end product of the core competency matrix. Being effective requires proficiency in the competencies of leadership and teamwork, communication and knowledge. So let's get right into it by taking a look at what it actually means. Decisions are the end product of the consideration of facts collated about a problem or situation that presents itself to the team. That consideration should ideally be collaborative, involving other team members with the final decision being made by the team leader. Subsequently, all involved need to be open to reviewing and, where necessary, changing that decision. Now we know what it is, why do we need it? For most of us, our operational day starts with a simple plan. We're aiming to get from one place to another and back again, or maybe to multiple destinations. Even on a day when everything is in our favour, any number of decisions have to be made. Some straightforward, others more complex. This should not present us with too much of a challenge. This is just our day-to-day -day life. In fact, we should treat this as a training ground, our opportunity to develop an effective decision-making process and culture. Why we really need this behaviour is for those occasions when operations are not running according to the plan, non-normal and emergency situations. These decisions present more serious consequences, and effective decision-making comes from a disciplined and collaborative culture. Due to the dynamic nature of flight operations, these decisions need to be reviewed for continuing validity. Having an understanding of the behaviours is one thing, but without appreciating how we put them into practice, it's pointless. As a team leader, the ability to confidently make decisions is an integral part of your skill set. As a team member, contributing and supporting the decision-making process is essential preparation for the time you find yourself in the hot seat. So let's take a look at how we achieve effectiveness. To my mind, decisions fall into two categories those that are time-critical, and those that aren't. So first up, the non-time-critical. And here we are going to use T-Dodar. For listeners of the podcast, you'll know that my preferred failure management acronym is T-Dodar. But it's not the only one. There are others, and each company has different models. However, they all have a common goal. 
to effectively manage normal, non-normal and emergency situations. So, first up, utilise T-Dodar. With the T standing for time and the premise being we have plenty of it, I'll move on to the next letter. D. D for diagnosis. We can't make valid decisions unless we understand what the problem is. Take time to gather information from all relevant sources and then analyse the facts in front of you to form your diagnosis. The next step, develop options based on that diagnosis. Remember, within the multi-crew environment, this is a collaborative process. The greater and more varied the input, the better the result will be for the next stage, decision-making. There's no getting away from this. The team leader should be the one to step up, the one to make the decision. Next, slowing down, radar vectors or holding. Let's now look at when you don't have the luxury of time. Time-critical decisions. And the first thing to do is convert them into non-time critical. To do that, we need to conjure up some time, but this really isn't a magic trick. Slowing down, requesting radar vectors or holding are all simple ways to achieve this. Manufacture time and make better decisions. The next way to aid decision-making is to anticipate the situations that may require decisions. In our world, that's called contingency planning. At the briefing stage, or following any change in circumstances, discuss contingencies or what-ifs. Season 1, episode 18 of the pod discusses this in depth, so head back and give it a listen. Next up, BRAN. The benefits, the risks, the alternatives, or doing nothing. Also covered in episode 18, this is such a useful tool when weighing up the merits of competing decisions and helping you come to the most suitable one. Next, good knowledge. Having good knowledge, or just as crucially, knowing where to find it, is key to confident decision making. Hit the books, understand your manuals and consequently feel more confident in both your decision making and leadership and teamwork skills. Next, review. The last letter of T-Dodar is R. R for review. We must make time to review the progress of our decisions. Sometimes, with the best of intentions, we make the wrong decision. When you make as many as we do in our operational day, it is inevitable. Not only that, ours is a dynamic world. It's ever-changing and evolving. And for that reason, the decisions we have made can lose their validity. But as aviation professionals, we've got that covered. So make time for the review. And finally, what happens when we don't have time on our side? 
Despite all our efforts to ensure our decision-making process is aided with time, it is inevitable that situations arise when we have to make instant decisions. For those occasions, we have to fall back on all the good practice and discipline outlined already. If we have instilled good decision-making processes into our core, if we have practised regularly, we give ourselves the best chance of responding correctly when tested. To be effective aviators, we need to understand the potential threats and errors present during our operational day, allowing us to avoid or mitigate them. Here are some of the threats incurred when we lack proficiency in, makes decisions when needed, reviews and changes them if required. The threats are simple but far-reaching. If we don't make the correct decisions, or just as crucially, revise our decisions when required, we at best compromise the efficiency of our operations and at worst, compromise their safety to a catastrophic level. And now let's move on to the key takeaways for this episode. Decisions are the end product of fact-finding and analysis. Once reached, they should be reviewed for continuing validity. We practice the decision-making process during normal, non-time-critical periods to instill best practice during time-sensitive, non-normal and emergency situations. Keep time on your side by slowing down, obtaining radar vectors or entering a hold. So that's the behaviour of makes decisions when needed, reviews and changes them if required. From the competency, problem solving and decision making. I hope today's episode encourages you to analyse how you apply the core competencies. And maybe you've heard something to incorporate into your own operation. High Performance Pilot has an ultimate aim to stimulate interest in the core competencies and inspire you to seek them out, apply them to take control of your own development and to further improve your effectiveness as a pilot. Each week, one behaviour from one competency. We'll break it down and provide tips and advice on how to make it a strength in your operation. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and visit High Performance Pilots on YouTube. Join me next week. If you wish to contribute or ask a question, please email me at highperformancepilot at gmail.com. <laughs>